1: LSD, sarin gas, military helicopters, and AK-47s. Today we discuss Um Shinrikyo's transformation from a cult to a terrorist organization. We'll talk about some of their bumbled up early attacks and the preparation and implementation of their Armageddon attack on Tokyo in 1995. How were they caught? What becomes of Shoko Asahara? And does Um Shinrikyo still exist today? We'll answer these questions and a whole lot more. I'm Mike. I'm Ian.
2: And I'm Dave. If you thought the fat guy passing gas next to you on the subway was traumatic, stick around. These motherfuckers take it to a whole new level. This is Necronomopod.
0: The leader and founder of a Japanese doomsday cult was executed on Friday. Shoko Asahara, along with six senior members of the cult, were put to death for a deadly sarin attack in 1995. The Amshin Shinrikyo cult was founded in 1984 and counted up to 40,000 members at its height. Around 30,000 of the followers were in Russia. The cult is regarded as a terrorist organization by several countries, including the US and Russia. It carried out a major sarin gas attack in the Tokyo underground 23 years ago. The cult founder went on a promotional campaign, giving speeches at the country's top universities and spending millions of dollars.
1: So it's officially over. The voting has stopped. I'm calling it a race. The official winner of the TV show challenge is Breaking Bad. Good show. Mm -hmm. So I have to watch Breaking Bad. I'm going to do my best to finish it in 2019. I thought you were going to say next week. (laughs) Because I have that much time on my hands. So what is it? Seven seasons, 12 episodes a season. Half hour episodes. No, that's an hour. I asked you guys this before, and you told me half hour. Son nope. of no a bitch. No one ever bitch. said that. Mm. I swear I asked you They're guys. Like 45 minutes, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, if you commercial-free, yeah, 48 minutes probably. This going to take longer than I thought then. Mm. All right. Don't well, make up tales. We never told you that. I <laughs> swear I asked <laughs> somebody, you and asked they the wrong told person. me half hour episodes.
0: And then you'll have the movie to watch at the end, because that comes out Friday. All
1: right. Well, that'll be a nice little like nightcap on the, uh, the series, I yeah. guess. Looks um, but good. Breaking Bad won pretty handedly. Uh Thanks for voting, everyone. Yeah, we got quite a few votes. Got a lot of shows that got one vote, so sorry. My contingency
2: of uh, Grey's Anatomy came through a little bit.
1: Nice, nice effort. So funny story with that, uh, about midway through the week, I disqualified Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I threw them out because people were making fake accounts and voting multiple times. <laughs> So I disqualified Grey's Anatomy. That being said, they still only got like eight votes, which tied them for third place with Dexter. So, all you Dexter fans out there, just know that Grey's Anatomy almost beat you. Well, they were all coming in at like the same time. Yeah, though. like like literally four <laughs> votes at one time from these Instagram accounts that just looked fake, that didn't even follow us, that were I had never seen before. Look,
2: Mike may have disqualified you, Grey's Anatomy voters, but I applaud your
1: efforts. Well, you're applauding no one. It's spam accounts. Where did we say it's people in Bangladesh or something like that? Um,
2: A for effort, folks.
1: So Grey's Anatomy got disqualified, but even with those, even if I counted the fake votes, they wouldn't have even made the top three. Dexter finished third. Game of Thrones was second, but Breaking Bad in the end was the winner. Um, it's a great show. Is Can I stream mm-hmm. it somewhere? Or am I might have to buy this shit. Netflix has it. Netflix has the whole thing. Right. Yeah. That's what I like to And eat. the movie is Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Perfect. All right. I know I'm going to like it. I mean, it's... It's, it's really good. Not it's great. That, Not everyone can be wrong. And it's my number two show it. ever. And Game of Thrones is number one? Correct. All right. Yeah, it's good. So Breaking Bad is the official winner. I'll get started on that. Uh, I don't know, at some point. And I'll provide updates along the way. Maybe we could sell shirts like Mike Breaking Bad or something. Make him look <laughs> Sitting like... Sitting in his uh, house watching TV. Mike's Breaking Bad uh, Marathon 2019. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Smoking Math. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm not going that all in on it. What'd they call it in that show? The blue... Uh, blue something. God, it's been so long, I don't mm, remember. I don't well, I'll let you guys know when I watch it. Yeah, there you go. Stand by for that one.
0: So pure, it's like crystal blue. Yeah. <laughs> It's a master
1: um, two other housekeeping things one just another quick shout out to our friends over at pod van dam um they're always giving us plugs and shout outs on their show and uh justin just did a Helena cell review and gave us a nice little shout out so appreciate that justin and um ed and pat and jonah do a great job with their show that they put out every i think sunday night is usually when it comes out sometime on sunday but check out pod van dam if you're a wrestling fan um or if you're not a wrestling fan still tune in if you want um but thanks to those guys we uh we appreciate the, the shout outs and support they give us uh last um opening thing here uh, we talk enough about art bell and we plugged his show so much you guys got him into the top 10 uh at one point we're gonna do a little art bell follow-up on halloween on patreon so if you guys are interested um, get onto the Patreon. $5 for the month. You're going to get three shows with that uh, every month, plus the uh, the private Discord chat room with us. And then, uh, you know, other perks probably along the way, including uh, this Art Bell episode. So we've been talking about doing a part two to it for a long time. I'm sure we'll do multiple parts of Art Bell, but this mm-hmm. Halloween, we're going to do a Patreon Art Bell episode. So uh, if you're interested and if you're into that, uh, get on the Patreon, give us a subscribe and and you can be a part of that. I can't and, imagine not subscribing. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Well, and on top of that, still next week, we're going to do another news uh, uh, episode. It's a right? big hit For, last uh, month. People really enjoyed those. We did more than we did early in the show. We did news ones and we all just did one story each. And they were okay, but we didn't really find our rhythm. The show we did a couple weeks ago on Patreon where we each did a couple stories. I thought it was a great show. We did dog fucking, uh, <laughs> cattle mutilation. I feel like every time we've done a news story, there was some kind of bestiality involved. Well, it's in the news. Yeah. What are you going to do? And every one of our stories, I think, involve Florida. I don't write the news. <laughs> I just report on it. <laughs> so, anyways, that's the uh, last bit of that. Patreon. Um, Patreon.com slash Necronomapod. We're going to be doing an Art Bell follow-up on Halloween. Any hoodles. We have to finish... Uh, I'm um, Shinrikyo. And this goes like zero to 100 real quick.
0: Yeah, this this is where they get... um.
1: There's no fuck schedules in this one.
0: No, absolutely not. No one's allowed to have sex anymore. Except and, the main dude. Yeah, well, of course.
1: His dick ain't working with all that LSD. <laughs> <laughs> he uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, in part one, they got a little scary because he wanted to usher in Armageddon or he got the thought of doing it with the botulism. But in this one, we're going to see them go from... This the uh, a semi-dangerous call to a full-blown terrorist organization.
2: I mean, and some of the stuff, if they were successful, would be... It's insane! Yeah. The the level of carnage they could have inflicted here.
0: I think it, you could make the argument that if everyone wasn't ripped up on LSD 24 hours a day, that they could have pulled off almost all of this stuff.
1: And uh, we'll get into that, but that's kind of even comical, as we're going to get into in this. <laughs> yeah. These people fuck up a lot. Mm-hmm. They are the bumble butts of the cult community. Thankfully, yeah,
0: thankfully, right, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm laughing, but it's also extremely <laughs> dangerous yeah. piece of shit human beings.
0: Yeah. So where we where we left off on part one, Um Shinrikyo had checked off all the classic cult traits, um, and Shoko Asahara declared that the U.S. was their main enemy. So what he told his followers was that the reason they were sick all the time and people were dying wasn't because they were living like shit and and killing people from dunking their heads in freezing water like we talked about, but it was because the U.S. was routinely spraying the compounds with biochemical weapons, because that's reasonable.
1: (laughs) Well, every cult needs a phantom enemy, right? Yeah. Wait, you mean a cult leader said something that was unreasonable? (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) But that's particularly unreasonable. It is very
1: specific Mm. and very easily provable that it's not true.
0: Yeah. So along with Shoko Asahara creating this paranoia, paranoia about the U.S., they did have real pressure coming at them. Um, they had family members of cult members trying to get them out. Uh, the Japanese media was starting to take more of a look at them because we didn't talk about it in part one. But they did like when they were doing their political campaigns and stuff. They were all wearing these paper mache heads of Shoko Asahara. I looked at some of the videos of that. <laughs> yeah. and it's wild. So they, I mean, and they, that was
1: I think was that what we used for our teaser picture? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, I mean, they stuck out, you know, so the mm. media was like, you know, what's going on with this group? And the police were starting to
2: get suspicious of them, but they don't—they didn't really move right away. It's kind of like in this country where you know you're a religion, so we give you this broad latitude, and we're afraid to crack down on you. Yeah, because of the religious freedom aspect.
0: And one of the things I was watching about that um, had some a few people from Japan, like historians, talking about stuff, and they were saying that the Japanese government is really, really wary, even today, of questioning religions and pushing back because they don't want to even give the impression that they're going to like a post-world or pre-world war ii scenario right where that was the religion right with like that state sponsored religion like they don't even want to give the hint that that they're pushing for that so
2: this is what it leads to though
0: yeah the thing to understand too about um shinrikyo is that 95 percent of them didn't know that they were trying to make biological weapons and mass producing LSD. So all of this outside hostility that was coming towards them was confirming their belief in Shoko Asahara because they're like, hey, we're just doing our own thing here.
1: Just getting shocked in the head, pissing in our diapers like we're just living the good life in these gorgeous communes they built for us.
2: So only this core group was focused on this uh, yeah, On this weaponry, you know, whatever program. So, you know, 95% of the people had no idea.
0: Yeah, yeah they not So didn't, what were uh, they doing, though? They were just following Shoko Asahara as the guru.
2: But they had no idea of really, like, the broader plan, right?
1: No, I mean, he would always Are talk re- about... Are you surprised that these people were being duped? No. Oh,
2: just, okay. I'm just okay. clarifying.
1: Yeah, I mean, he would talk about... They were a bunch of neats, right, Ian? No, they were... Damn they were Ata- <laughs> No, They were
0: Atacus. Still Ata- don't, Ata- don't truly know that word. Uh, yeah, I kind of blended those two together last week. Neats don't leave their houses and they're That's right, Ad Todd Van
1: Dam corrected us on that.
0: Otakus are just nerds. Okay. Which is what um Shinrikyo went after.
2: Wait, one's nerds and one's don't leave their house. That's not the same thing.
0: Neats are like un- like uneducated
2: neckbeards. Yes. Right. Neck Otakus beard. are just like nerdy, just people. nerdy, yeah. But like, like
0: smart, really like really like smart scientists and Yeah. Okay. Uh, all they knew is that Shoko Asahara was talking about Armageddon all the time and stuff like that, but they didn't know that he was uh, had it in the back of his head that he was going to make Armageddon happen eventually on his own.
2: Just foot soldiers.
0: Yeah, basically. At this point in the story, this is where you get Shoko Asahara going from this con artist that was you know scamming people with this whole medicine and the whole levitation shit to him being... So fucked up on LSD at all times that he starts believing in his own shit, that he is this uh, this godly figure that's going to lead Japan through Armageddon. And, you know, he's having all these visions while on LSD and he's fully, he's sold on his own shit
2: at this point. Worked himself into a shoe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he really
1: believes this hype now. Yeah. Look, oh, you yeah.
2: scam all these people and then you're doing fucking acid every day. You're gonna start to believe your own story eventually. That's and that's where people Is acid asset
1: L S D? Is that like yeah. the same thing?
0: Yeah. Know. Yeah, and that's where people get super I'm dangerous. Edge, so I don't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like Jim Jones at by the end was believing the shit that he was spouting out about the CIA and all that stuff. And that's where people get dangerous, these sure. these leaders.
2: True believers. Mm-hmm.
0: So with all this pressure coming from outside places, Shoko Asahara decided that it was time to arm his followers. He purchased a failing ironworks plant and gutted it and then moved all the machinery to another building. Then he put his followers to work manufacturing AK-47s from scratch on a massive scale. The goal was to have every member of Um Shinrikyo armed with an AK-47 by the end of 1995. so we're talking about the NRA now? <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking, we're talking like at, at minimum
2: 10,000 AK-47s yeah, <laughs> get want, to work, people. he's
1: producing here, or wanting to produce. Machine gun, every man, woman, and child. Mm, yeah. Hopped up on LSD wearing diapers and helmets. Man, what a sight. Making AK-47s. Great plan. <laughs> Getting shocked every two minutes. <laughs> every time you shock, a little piss squirts
2: out. Look, I think we determined six volts isn't that much. I, mean, I don't somebody know. Somebody posted this week Oh, you battery
1: the... lickers can tell me. Somebody posted
2: a picture of a, a tongue on a nine-volt battery. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about.
1: Who posted a picture of that? Somewhere.
2: On Facebook, I think.
1: Someone posted a picture of themselves licking a nine volt battery. No, it was battery. like it was
2: like a meme. Yeah, like a like, uh, admit it, you tried this
1: mm, meme. Yeah. I did not try it, so I don't have to admit to that.
0: <laughs> so this project, this AK forty seven factory, it was going to cost ten million dollars, or estimated to cost ten million dollars. But to Um Shinrikyo, that was nothing because at this time they were estimated to have uh, two hundred million dollars at
2: their disposal. So I mean, ten million That's crazy. Yeah. Is it his wife's money still or is it just everything they absorb from people giving everything they own to the cult? Yeah,
0: people absorb, they uh, they absorb so much money and then we'll, we'll get in later to a, a really wealthy woman that gave them a fuck ton of money.
1: So they probably had a few of those at yeah. least and or guys even too. Yep. $200 million.
0: Yeah, and that's just—I mean, they at they end up being worth more than that. But at this time, when he's mm-hmm. manu- trying to manufacture these AK-47s, so that
1: had to be like the richest cult up until this point. Yeah, like, did do we know what Jonestown had rolling in or Jones God Heaven's Gate?
0: Jonestown conservative estimate for Jonestown was thirteen million, but it's debated because all those short, off sea shore off off sea bank accounts yeah. disappeared, so no one really knows. Scientology, I guess, would probably be
1: worth more. Were they around at this point? I don't know when Scientology started. Yeah, they
0: started in the seventies.
1: Oh, did they? Those guys
2: have real estate holdings all over the world. Yeah, they have a ton of money. Yeah,
1: so I, they'll be able to bring us down when we do inevitably do a show on them and trash them. They can sue us for our microphones. <laughs> Take it, bros. You can have the koozie off my beer.
0: Yeah,
2: and our back merch inventory. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Aside from the AK-47s. At this factory, they built a fully functioning railgun, some high-powered lasers, thousands of pounds of TNT, and on top of all this, they were still pursuing some type of biological or chemical weapon. So, I mean, they're trying to... You know, he's in the process of trying to build an army here. Clearly. But the thing that Shoko Asahara... Shoko Asahara wanted more than anything was a nuclear bomb, and then he, and he would head over to Russia to to try and acquire one. I mean, that's that All was the goal cults. here. All good
1: cults have <laughs> to have a nuclear bomb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when he showed up in Russia, he would start holding these these sold out events. They, they were huge; so thousands of people would come to him. And at these events, he would just sit in a chair in the middle of a big field with huge video screens that flashed pictures of him crucified like Jesus.
2: When we do live shows, that's what it's going to be like. Of course, we're just going to sit in big chairs. I'm just, just flash crucified. 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 Yeah.
1: No, I'm going to be in my bondage photos from BTK. <laughs> That'll be flashes for me. Dave can be crucified, and I don't know Ian can be probed by aliens. There you go. <laughs> and we'll just sit there for two hours and these play and we just sit there and drink beer and just look at the crowd. We'll telepathically communicate with everyone. Yeah. And we'll charge two hundred dollars a ticket. <laughs> it sounds like a plan. Four hundred if you want to meet and greet before the show. <laughs> where you get to just crush beers with us. It's all coming together. After after
0: this went on for a while with these these flashing pictures, um he would lead the the whole the whole group in this like mass meditation ritual. And man, he Russians ate it up. He gained tons of followers from these events. And by by the end of 1995 or mid 1995, he had 30,000 followers in Russia alone,
2: which is more than he had in Japan. Yeah,
0: he only at this. Yeah, he had around 10,000 in Japan. It's nuts. Yeah, Russia, they, they were believe, all in on him. Yeah, they, they took to him. Yeah. Well, and it
2: was right after the fall of the Soviet Union where people were probably looking for, you know, religion because it hadn't been something they were allowed to have. Yeah, this prior,
0: these these fallings of, of like, empires and things really played out perfectly for him. Yeah. Because so he, they're like lost people, yeah. I guess, in
1: a sense. Like, they don't you mean they have a sense of... Yeah. family and belonging, and I don't know.
0: He capitalized on it in Japan, in the, you know, and then went and, and pulled the same thing off in Russia. Well,
2: and it was a transitional time. I can't imagine, you know, Putin letting this fucking clown in, you know, modern, like, right now. <laughs> no. That wouldn't happen. No. Um, it, was, it was just the country
1: was in chaos back then. These cornfield shows must have been awesome.
2: <laughs> well, you know the thing about the
0: cornfield shows, too, is... Um, they had they they stopped them because someone thought that they were funny and started letting packs of uh, feral dogs out to attack everybody <laughs> <laughs> and so, so they stopped holding them in the middle of the field. Now that's funny yeah, some Russian person was just letting stray dogs go on that's the whole crowd all
1: right <laughs> God damn being in that crowd and a pack of dogs just starts charging yeah.
2: Why don't you just
1: levitate and escape the dog? (laughs) I don't know what's going on over there with these dogs. (laughs) Just don't be the slowest runner.
0: (laughs) Obviously, he really liked, you know, he was thrilled about all these new followers. But what he really was after was um, Russian scientists who had knowledge of nuclear and chemical warfare. And like you were saying, with the the fall of the Soviet Union, there were tons of military scientists out of a job. And Shoko Asahara was right there to give them a new one. Oh,
2: yeah. I bet.
0: I mean, hundreds of guys that were like, how am I going to feed my family now kind of thing. Yeah. And they have one
2: trade, which is how to make a nuclear bomb. How to manufacture plutonium. Yep.
1: Yeah. I oh, shit, yeah. He's got all this money to use, to, uh, you know, at his disposal.
2: There were lots of uh, movies in the 90s, doomsday movies with that same scenario, if I remember. Like Eastern European, you know, countries trying to buy nuclear material from renegade Soviet scientists and bringing what the movies? bombs to New York City and
1: I think we've established I don't watch a ton of movies what movies might like, be like
2: was it like The Peacemaker with George Clooney there was a couple other ones was that his post ER days I believe it was yeah okay hmm. so not really relevant <laughs> Just throwing it out there <laughs>
0: well he was never able to to pull off actually buying a nuclear bomb or a nuclear warhead thank goodness yeah or get enough plutonium to make a dirty bomb cuz that that turned into the second thing when when he realized that he wasn't going to be able to get a warhead then the plan went to getting pl- enough plutonium to to create a dirty bomb but that didn't didn't pan out for them either but what they did get from russia um they were they bought a military grade helicopter for seven it was seven hundred thousand dollars i believe which is a good deal yeah it was capable of being (laughs) equipped with 128 rockets four anti-tank missiles and had a 12.7 millimeter automatic gun (laughs) mounted to the front that's a bold move cotton let's see if it pays (laughs) off
2: damn man
0: (laughs) well you know the thing too is with the soviet union falling they had equipped like all these areas of russia with tons of fucking weapons so when it fell all these places in russia were like we don't really need all this so they started selling them off so it was like a fucking fire sale over there (laughs) cleaned up shit yeah yeah so they left with this this military helicopter was that
2: whole other story where those cocaine dealers bought a submarine right like the same kind of deal I'm not transport with that cocaine story. like there's tons <laughs> of stories like this yeah they were just ready to sell it all off just a bunch of dealers rolling under <laughs> underwater with all their coke yeah it's just crazy stuff
0: the goal for this helicopter was to use it for the biggest score that they got from Russia uh, which was this the recipe for sarin gas. Shoko Asahara wanted this helicopter fitted with a spraying device where they could fly it over Tokyo and spray sarin gas over the city, which would effectively wipe out at least half of Tokyo. And thankfully, they were never able to to learn how to fly this thing properly.
1: It'd be hilarious watching videos of them, like, after they get back trying to fly this thing and just struggling.
0: Yeah. There's also stories, too, that after they realized they couldn't fly it, that they tried to get, um, they got, like, these little drone kind of things, like these little helicopters, and we're trying to do it that way, but they kept crashing them. They could never figure out that whole flying thing.
1: It's because the Earth's flat. <laughs> they didn't take that into account. True. We've proven that tenfold on this show.
0: So just get, there's touching on, on sarin gas for a second a person can die from being exposed to sarin gas within 10 minutes of inhaling it the symptoms start with a runny nose tightness in the chest then soon after the person will have difficulty breathing experience nausea and drooling and as they continue to lose control of bodily functions they start vomiting defecate and urinate and then this phase is followed by twitching and jerking and ultimately the person just goes into a coma and suffocates and if a person happens to survive a sarin gas attack, they suffer from, chances are they're going to suffer from lifelong neurological damage. And it's a very, very brutal, yeah. brutal gas.
2: It's kind of similar to the symptoms you suffer after listening to Britney Spears' music. <laughs> Eerily similar. <laughs> no, 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 no. It didn't say
1: orgasm. <laughs> Twitching and jerking, no orgasm. Twitching and jerking. Yeah. <laughs> Close though, almost the same. <laughs> Drooling, yeah. Usually some defecation. No vomiting. Depends how much I had to drink.
2: This is sarin gas or a post Britney Spears concert ER report.
1: I have not seen Britney live, unfortunately. <laughs> Neither has anyone else. That is not true. She sells out Vegas, man. <laughs>
0: So sticking with this whole anime plot line of things, Um Shinrikyo would start mass, produ- would start mass producing sarin liquid mm-hmm. in a lab that they named Satian 7.
2: What does that mean? Is that an anime movie, Satian 7? I don't know
0: exactly what it means, but it certainly sounds okay. like it would be like some kind of um, like a space station
1: or something. All you right. know what I, I mean? Gotcha. We got Google here, guys.
0: In this warehouse-type building, they had a huge golden statue of Shiva the Destroyer. And then underneath of this, um, in like this hidden room, was a room that they called the Room of Genesis, where scientists worked on weaponizing the this, this sarin liquid. Once the scientists felt that they had purified the sarin liquid, to the point of being ready to weaponize it, Umshinrikyo went over to Australia
2: to test it out. Oh, well, everyone over there probably has stockpiled sarin gas in the penal colony. They
1: probably just fit right in. That just played right up for him. to continue yeah, That right. thrashing of that beautiful Australian land.
2: Sarin. Australian for something. Death.
1: <laughs> you almost had it.
2: I lost it at the end there. Foster's. Australian for beer.
1: I don't think I've ever had Foster's. Have you?
2: Maybe I had once? it on a crew. Yeah, we drank it on a cruise one time because it was half as much as everything else. Like so you got those cost. big thirty-two ounce oh, yeah. tubs or what? Yeah. like big barrels for yeah. like five bucks. It was was a really good? good deal. Yeah, it's all right. Well, it's it's that not cheap my favorite. Yeah, yeah, it was really cheap. Yeah, I've never had
1: it. Hmm. Maybe I'll do a Foster's Day in here one night just to give back to them since Dave shits on them so much. <laughs> Crikey! <laughs> so they went down the uh,
0: to Australia and they bought a ranch with a ton of sheep. Tied them all up and released the sarin gas on them, and it killed them all, all. of the sheep almost instantly. Which I wonder, you know, I don't know how far exactly sarin gas spreads. Like what the whole like mile radius is mm-hmm. on that. That just seems the 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 not concern the lack of concern for anybody else. Just to be like, oh yeah, we're just gonna fucking let this off, like here. ranchers
2: downwind or something. You mean? Yeah, just,
0: they just like let off the sarin yeah. gas. So with this success, they would do their first sarin gas attack on the town of Matsumoto, Japan, on June twenty eighth, nineteen ninety four. And that's a that's other thing too with them is they're like famous for this this uh, you know the the big one at the end. But they they wasn't the tried first, this right? multiple times. Yeah.
2: So we talked about most members being in the dark. Are they still in the dark? Yes. Okay.
0: There's there's this inner circle of people that are in on this whole. Hmm this whole plot line of going out and, and killing people. And, so it's and kind of like doing... a side
2: project of the cult then. It's not like the stated objective or anything if no one even knows about it.
0: Yeah, and that, and we'll get into it at the end. I think that's I, a big reason why people still believe in Shoko Asahara to this day is a lot of a lot of people refuse to believe that he had anything to do with this stuff at all. Hmm. So by and this, they
1: think who was doing it then? It um, just it had nothing just to like do with It's just like a
0: government cult. conspiracy kind of thing, yeah. didn't have anything to do with them? By this time in Japan, Um Shinrikyo was a was a known quantity, and when they were opening up a compound in an area, like when they came in to open up a new one, people generally did not want them to move in. They're like, "All right, w- yeah. we, we don't like want
2: like all that them. new Um place is open at the corner. <laughs> right, <yeah>. Great. <laughs> yeah. like, no, we don't You're want to put you. one of those microwaves in where they roast people and you have to scrape their uh, remains
1: <laughs> off and flush <laughs> them down the toilet. <laughs> oh, we had to bring that back up again." That was yeah. the
2: worst part of the whole story last well, week. Like the microwave.
1: microwave. They cook them and you scrape their crust off the side and flush it. Flush them wow. down the toilet. Gotta do the same thing when you make a hot pocket in the microwave too. It starts exploding <laughs> out the sides of it. You gotta go clean that shit up. On you don't pocket.
2: eat those cold like SpaghettiOs?
1: Well, no, those are frozen days. Oh. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> well, excuse me. <laughs> also, get out of here with the ham and cheese hot pockets. I have no time for those. Give me the pepperoni pizza ones or the turkey and I broccoli. I don't enjoy
2: hot pockets. I don't
1: either. I mean, they're not my favorite this thing. This is garbage. Well, as opposed to everything else that we eat, the spaghetti goes out of a can. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: like they cook on one side, this side burns, this side yeah. I agree. You burn your fingers. You burn your mouth. You got to clean
1: the microwave. Garbage. The, yeah. Give me something else. Yeah. I Kay. agree. That's our junk food talk for the week. There you go. And fuck you, hot pockets. Let's go. <laughs>
0: When they got this pushback for for trying to move into a new area, most of the time these land disputes were, were resolved in the Japanese court system. But now they had the sarin gas and this particular land dispute in Matsumoto, Japan ended in murder. The plan was to go back to their original plan we talked about in part one, which was just hooking up a spraying device to a car's exhaust and then just spraying the sarin gas, killing the three judges that would were going to rule against them in this land dispute. But like mo- almost all things that um, Shinrikyo did, this this plan was just full of fuck-ups. <laughs> First, the head of the operation slept in that day. <laughs> <laughs> Like you're going to murder people in the morning. You can't even wake up on time.
2: <laughs> Fucking clowns. Um,
0: also, the van that they were driving, it took hundreds of pounds of equipment to to get this chemical reaction of the sarin liquid to like to go off, and then to spray it everywhere. I mean, this was a pretty elaborate system. So the van, and they had five cult members in the van too. So it was so weighed down that the van could only go 30 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so they were really running behind here. <laughs> um, so they arrived way past their scheduled time and, uh, and didn't get to the supermarket parking lot that they were planned to, to release the gas at until 9 p.m. that night. And I mean, they were supposed to be there like in the afternoon. Like bumbling idiots.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this was an apartment building, right, that they were targeting?
0: Yeah, it was like a dormitory where these judges were staying. Okay. Cuz the, yeah, there were there were tons of other people living in these dorms, but yeah. they but they were like, "You know what? Fuck it. Collateral damage. We're, we're releasing their... we're poing everybody, you know. It's it's okay." What was
2: the word, poing? Poa. Po-ing. Yeah. Poa,
0: yeah. And that was the thought behind it. It was like, "Yeah, we're we're accomplishing what we want to accomplish and everybody else is just, you know, they're getting the nir- Nirvana faster." <laughs> yeah, that's
2: right. Skipping purgatory.
0: Exactly. So, when they were in the van and they started the chemical reaction to create the gas, they botched it. Of course, they did. (laughs) And the van filled up with white smoke, (laughs) which was hydrogen chloride.
2: It's like a Cheech and Chong movie. It's,
0: it's, it really is, and it's that's confirmed to have to have really happened because a young kid that was taking out trash at the supermarket saw the van fill up with this white <laughs> smoke and heard a bunch of muffled yelling and coughing <laughs> going on inside the van. That's funny. <laughs> but eventually they they got they got their shit together and uh and pulled off releasing the sarin gas. Which resulted in five deaths and over 150 people suffering uh, severe neuro- neurological damage.
2: Right, well, that's not fun. Yeah.
0: The plan actually worked because the judges were among the injured. And now Shoko Asahara was super confident in their attack capabilities. So he, he decided that he wanted to start training ground troops. It's so really, now he's going to really fucking troops. believe in his own hype. Oh, Yeah. Because he just pulled off a successful attack. I mean, the, the, well, he these, didn't
1: kill him. Didn't he want? He wanted to kill the judges. Yeah. He didn't do that. Right? But he
0: still won the land dispute because of it because they completely dropped the case. Oh, yeah.
2: Terrified, probably. Mm-hmm. So it's starting like a private cult army now. Yeah. they like a Mr. Muggs to run the, the general Muggs. General run this Muggs. operation.
1: Muggs only runs fuck schedules. And <laughs> clearly that was not happening here. <laughs>
0: His first plan that he came up with was to father a group of children and turn them into child assassins, <laughs> <laughs> like literal like child ninjas. He's really stars, doesn't he? <laughs> this is yeah. getting
1: off off track for this guy. Yeah, but well, with, this is where it's it off track, Dave. <laughs> Not attacking judges. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but with, uh, with Armageddon coming up soon, because he was saying 1999. So I mean. It's not a lot of time to get women pregnant, have them give birth.
1: We're like in 94. (laughs) They're going to be five years old by then. (laughs) Like, what was
2: the trigger where he went, oh, wait, I don't have 16, 18 years to let this army mature and train into assassins?
0: Well, he wanted them to be like actual kids, like in the age range of like 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 child assassins. Like eight to nine years old, yeah. But he didn't have enough time to pull off that plan.
1: What's... Couldn't he have just disguised some of his people as kids running around in their diapers anyways? <laughs> no, he wanted
0: it to be his children. Oh. They had to come from him.
1: His arrogance, man. Yeah.
0: So he settled for a plan to train a large group of members as just a straight-up military regiment and called them the Soldiers of White Love.
2: Which... What does that name mean? Anything?
0: <laughs> it's not a great name.
1: <laughs> no. That was the
2: original name of the the KKK before they came up with the KKK. The group trained from 8 a.m.
0: till midnight every day. That's Um, it?
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) You train longer than that every day.
1: At least. I do double that in a day.
0: All this was for a day that Shoko Asahara started talking about, and he called it X Day. On X day, the soldiers of White Love would all be injected with the antidote for sarin gas and storm Japan's government buildings during this planned helicopter sarin attack that that he had planned. And then once the government was overthrown, Shoko Asahara would be put in charge as the, quote, holy monk emperor. <laughs> so, I mean, he has got some grand plans in his head at this Ooh, point. Where's
2: that name come from?
0: The Holy Monk Emperor.
2: Did we talk about that last week?
0: No, that's a new. That was a new thing because he, he well, his initial, his original plan was to have a Buddha in every country. That's what it was. Yeah, Buddha yeah. And, yeah, yeah, but now he's going to be the Holy Monk Emperor. Uh, plans
1: yeah. have changed. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but I mean, the, the scary thing is about this. this stuff is, and we'll see when they get caught in their stockpile. That could be a one hundred percent reality. What he was talking about doing there could have, If they could have flown that helicopter, that could have been mm-hmm. a reality.
2: I don't think the sarin gas antidote works like that, though. Like, You can't just shoot yourself out with antidote yeah. and then go spray <laughs> sarin gas, yeah. and you're immune. That's not how antidote works. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, as with all their other plans, these were maybe not...
2: Yeah, I mean, that part's not accurate. Yeah, I mean, a gas mask, maybe, but... oh,
1: well, that's you too know. obvious, Dave. You can't run around in a gas mask. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, I I also don't think that um, I mean I'm, I'm sure that the US, like we the U S would have intervened in this and been like yeah you're not going to be this holy monk emperor you yeah. know what I mean? we're going to remove you from power now <laughs> but I think it's 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 plausible that I mean we'll, we'll see later on what what they're capable of so by the end of 1994 Um Shinrikyo would have over 40,000 followers in at least six different countries. Close to a billion dollars in assets and a stockpile of weapons that could easily kill thousands of people. A billion dollars. Yep.
1: And he still can't give his motherfuckers uh, houses to live in. Oh, no. Nasty ass communes.
0: (laughs) And up until this point, everything against them had been circumstantial in the minds of the police. There was really nothing concrete to go on, but... Um, Shinriki would give the police something concrete and Armageddon could no longer wait until 1999 and it needed to happen now in, in 95 did God tell them to up the timeline
1: why don't you wait till after this break and we'll tell you
2: Since 2010, Just Brew Coffee has worked tirelessly to perfect the roasting process and technique, which has resulted in seriously delicious, always flavorful, and never bitter-tasting coffee. If you're already drinking JBC, raise your mug. If you're not, raise your standards. Check them out on social media and remember, they roast, you just brew. Check out their new online store at youjustbrew.com and up your coffee game today. Use code NECRO15 to receive 15% off your order of two pounds or more.
1: All right, we just dropped some LSD. Now we're back. <laughs> see where it takes us. So,
0: up until this point, I'm Shinrikyo had pretty much been invincible to, to any real repercussions for anything. But they would finally find themselves in some real trouble with the kidnapping and murder of 68 year old Kiyoshi Korea. Korea's sister had been a top donor of Um Shinrikyo for years and had given almost $600,000 to the cult over the years. Wow. Yeah. And when this wasn't enough for them, they started to pressure her to sell her property as well. And she said, fuck this, and left the cult. She was like, all right, that's where I'm drawing the line. So Shoko Asahara pissed off, and, and not so much that a member left, but that all that money went away sent members to go track her down and bring her back
2: even when they have a billion dollars in assets they're worrying about one person leaving like that
0: yeah i think it was more about the land i think i think he do. wanted that land okay. for himself was was kind of what it sounded like mm. this four-man group he sent out to go find her figured that the best way to track her down would be to kidnap and torture Kiyoshi korea to find her whereabouts
2: was this another uh, ninja hit squad
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't um, it didn't sound like it was because the last one was a martial arts expert, a doctor. And so this sounded more like this. (laughs) These were like four of these just straight up nerds that he sent out to go kidnap this guy. (laughs) Perfect kidnap squad. (laughs) Right. Sure. So one night after stalking Kiyoshi, they tranquilized him, threw him in a van and took him back to one of the compounds. And again, spoiler alert, if you have a bunch of people wrecked on LSD and they tranquilize an old man and torture him, chances are that there's going to be an accident and that hostage is going to end up dying on accident. And that's exactly what happened to Kiyoshi Korea. Damn. They accidentally killed him. Yeah,
2: well, didn't see that coming. So they disposed the,
0: the body using the microwave machine. Oh, the microwave machine.
2: It's <laughs> oh, the
1: worst. Terrible.
0: But what they didn't know is that Kiyoshi had caught on to the fact that they were stalking him, and he wrote a letter to his son saying that he feared something was going to happen to him at the at the hands of Um Shinrikyo. So with this letter, police, they had something con- concrete to go on, and they started to plan a massive raid on the, the main Tokyo compound. It's about time, right? Mm, yeah. And like we talked about in part one, um Shinrikyo had members in the police and, and in the military, so they caught wind of this raid as soon as it was started to be as soon as it started to be planned. And there was no way to cover anything up at this point because they're mass producing AK forty sevens, they're making sarin liquid. <laughs> They're mass producing LSD and they have this fucking Russian helicopter <laughs> parked at the comp. I mean, yeah, I saw the
2: videos of the helicopter parked there. It's wild, it's <laughs> just sitting out in the, like, the courtyard.
1: So you can't exactly just pack up shop and go. No, hide.
2: right. No, you've you got to fly the helicopter
0: to safety when
1: they can't do that.
0: <laughs> so, and, that, and that's the thing that gets that if. You know, when you initially just hear about um, Shinrikyos, you're like, oh, this guy, this crazy cult leader is just bringing upon his own religious Armageddon. This was more about covering up what they were doing. You know, I mean, it, it's a little bit of both, but it's more that they were trying to get out of this police raid than anything else.
2: Meaning they were caught if the police raided them, they could not hide all the stuff they were going to go down so let's take these drastic measures to let's completely change the up. story yeah. yeah okay
0: so with nowhere to turn Shoko Asahara decided that it was time for for the Armageddon that he had been planning so
1: they were forced into it yeah So it wasn't their fault <laughs> Um the police left him with no other moves yeah, what are they going to do right <laughs> don't mess with the bull you get the horns <laughs> his first got any other good sayings you want to throw (laughs) out if you smell what the rock is cooking (laughs) be the man you have to beat the man (laughs) I did not have sex with that young woman life is like a box of chocolates oh greatest movie of all time as voted by literally everyone (laughs) <laughs> not no. anyone with taste, no. That's uh, not true. That is, no, that is insane. And still, I was thinking about that all week. I do not understand how people do not like that movie because it's it's dumb. amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It is so good. It's not great. It's really good. <laughs> no, it is. No, it's not great. What part of that movie is not good? All of it. Just the whole, it is the whole plot. Fantastic. Line. I don't said, really I have anything else to say yeah, on right. this matter. Said my piece.
0: With this now being a rushed operation and having to because we're we're in 95 and he had been this was something he would this armageddon was something he was planning on working towards until 99 so he shoko asahara is kind of like scrambling and brainstorming about what to do and his first plan was to use a huge laser to slice the tokyo police department in half
1: now, that would have been fun to watch. Well, like the literal building itself? Yes. Just yes. slice it in half. Right down the middle. Why don't they just call Godzilla to come and <laughs> right. step on it? Well, they were working on that, Dave. But shh. That wasn't supposed to get out.
0: Well, I mean, that is most likely a completely LSD fueled idea <laughs> you don't know <what> say <laughs> <laughs> but they were testing massive weapons grade lasers there's eyewitness reports of the Tokyo compound just lighting up like fucking glowing super bright at night from from laser tests that they were doing in there um, and there were also blueprints found for like this kind of laser energy field that would just disintegrate someone that walked into it like they had they were trying Damn. it seems you know i don't know what the realistic ability to make something Mm -hmm. like that is but
1: so on these compounds where these people are living in filth did they just have like one building that was like state of the art that like they were testing and making these lasers in and this sarin gas and like the working on nuclear weapons or like
0: they weren't state of the art from what I really so understand. they were just working
1: in terrible conditions.
0: Yeah. And that's why like in part one we were talking about there were a lot of accidents happening. Yeah. Where people were dying because they're sitting there shot with lasers. <laughs> right. You got a bunch of people all fucked up working on these lasers and building rail guns and shit. I mean
1: I don't think I want to shock a guy in the head who's working on a laser. <laughs> feel like that might not be safe. Well, can you
2: imagine even just hitting a joint a couple of times and playing with lasers? These guys are fucking dropping acid all day long <laughs> right. and playing yeah. with lasers.
1: That's why I swear to Straight Edge Lifestyle. <laughs> when I'm playing with lasers, I want a clear mind. Yeah, like, I mean I, I applaud you. Yeah, it's very I difficult. applaud that. It's very difficult being Straight Edge, Dave.
0: <laughs> when Shoko scientists told him, when they're like, hey, you know... That's a great idea and everything, but it's going to take a minute to build a laser hey, like that. Love the idea,
1: but we might need to put a pin in that for a little bit. <laughs> We're not going to be sawing buildings in half tomorrow.
2: I'm digging the enthusiasm, <laughs> Shoko. Don't get me
1: wrong. we are going to get there. Please <laughs> don't kill me. I've already poo-pooed in my diaper twice today.
2: <laughs> I took 25 hits of blotter this morning, so I don't really know exactly what you're saying right now.
0: So then his next idea was to use that, that Russian helicopter and spray the whole city with LSD. <laughs> <laughs> but, but again they couldn't figure out how to fly it, so so that was out of the out of the question. Yeah. Um Shinrikyo got the word that the uh, the raid had an official date of March twenty first, nineteen ninety five. And out of ideas, Shoko Asahara turned to the only thing that had technically worked in the past, which was the Sarin gas. Because they had all this stuff in production, but the only thing that ever panned out for them as far as the show is concerned. When it was the stuff
1: they had ready to go.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, we didn't even talk about their attempts with anthrax, and they fucked around with the Ebola virus and stuff. Like, they were... It's just stuff
1: that never really went anywhere, though. Like, yeah. they just kind of tested
0: with it. Yeah. So, for their target, they picked an area that would cause the most chaos, which was the Tokyo subway system. Just to give an idea of of like the chaos it would cause, the Tokyo subway system is the most efficient subway in the world, and on average, five million people ride it daily. That's a lot of people.
1: Wow. Yeah, yeah. We can't even get the fucking bus system right here in our town. Yeah, I mean, no,
2: no, we cannot. No,
0: <laughs> there's no, there's rarely ever delays either. From what I was looking at with the Tokyo subway system, they don't have late. Yeah. I mean, that shit is like. Scientifically precision. laid out. Does
1: New York get delayed? Like, oh, is there's yeah. always late? Yeah. Sure. Yeah.
2: Well,
1: Fuck and like Tokyo is Americans. the
2: most, you know, it's the cleanest, safest, generally the city in the world. Yeah. So all of this stuff to take place there is, is is crazy. So I'm going to Japan next year. So I maybe I will try to get to this spot and take some photos. There we go. Put it on the blog. A mm-hmm. blog about it. Blog. About <laughs> I'll blog it. <laughs>
0: So, like, like all things with um, Shinrikyo, they picked the the most bumbling way to scout out this mission. They sent out four cult members to to scout the subway system, uh, and they were all dressed identical. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is the funniest part of the story. Uniforms, man, <laughs> professional. They,
0: they were wearing like tan, like blazers, <laughs> blue pants, sunglasses. The um hospital masks, and the leader, for whatever reason, was wearing this big white wig like this comical white well, wig. He was probably
2: an attorney in uh, 18th century England.
1: <laughs> well, he didn't want to be recognized on cameras. A smart man. So also, Aubrey. it signifies importance and that you're the captain of the team. You know, in some sports, they wear a C on their jerseys. He wears the white wig, <laughs> so it means you're stupid. in charge, projects in power.
0: Charge. I mean, I don't know, I guess.
1: You mean to tell me if there's someone wearing a wig in a room, they're not in charge? <laughs> I guess, someone I mean, comes in this room right now with a wig on, they're the new producer of the show. <laughs> and that's just the way it is. Is
0: that how you assert your dominance
2: over things? So I didn't know that was a thing, but... You wear a wig. Okay.
1: Halloween, it's anarchy. It's a bunch of alphas running around. <laughs> Every man for themselves.
2: So if you don't wear a white wig, you're a beta cuck then, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> okay. So we had we had this guy running around with his white wig and the other three being beta cucks in their khaki jackets and their blue pants and their hospital masks. <laughs>
0: Because that doesn't look suspicious or anything. Know, like your whole face <laughs> right, is covered up with a right. hospital mask and sunglasses. <laughs> so they
1: were pretty Just much so wig. <laughs> like look at this fucking guy.
2: So no one noticed them. They were pretty much incognito.
1: <laughs> I imagine them all walking like in like four people in a line too. <laughs> Meanwhile, BG staying alives playing. <laughs>
0: Uh, they took notes on everything, and even down to how long the doors on the on the subway cars stayed open. Like they had this thing planned out to to perfection. The official plan was to hit three of Tokyo's busiest subway lines. Each member carrying out the attack would carry two plastic bags filled with twenty ounces of sarin liquid and wrap those bags in newspaper so they would be less noticeable. When they were in position. And at the same exact time that they planned, they would drop the bags and puncture them with an umbrella that had a sharpened metal tip. If done correctly and on time, the three subway lines would converge right at the Tokyo police station while the police station was on shift change and also right as the sarin gas was reaching maximum toxicity cuz with sarin gas from what I was looking at like it's the liquid and then as it evaporates it releases the gas
2: so once it hits air it turns into gas form then right okay
0: and it takes and a couple minutes but it like the toxicity just rises with it so they had timed it where one, when those three subway lines mm-hmm. got to the Tokyo everyone's police, getting off the train yep and it's going to reach its maximum toxicity right at the police
2: station. They weren't martyrs, right? They were getting out of there in the getaway cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah nobody was dying
2: in this all
1: situation. Right. They had the gas masks and the wigs, Dave. They, they were fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's all you need.
0: So the five chosen members to do this, to carry out the attack, were Dr. Aikuo... Oh, hey.
1: God damn it. It's Hakuna Matata. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Japanese Ian, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Aikūo Hayashi, Yasuo Hayashi. He was an electronics engineer. Kenichi Hirose who was a physicist who graduated at the top of his class and turned down a job to join Um Shinrikyo.
2: Good career move.
0: Matsumoto Akiyama, who was also a physicist, and then Toru Toyota. Which was also a physicist. So these were very, very educated, smart
2: people. But no ninjas or samurais and a <laughs> no. kind of a quasi military operation. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Well, even better, that Toro Toyota guy invented the Corolla. So <laughs> better than a ninja. <laughs> that thing will last forever. <laughs> that was really dumb joke. I apologize for everyone that heard me say that.
0: Chief Scientist Haichi Endo was working to produce the sarin liquid needed for the attack. Because this was rushed and he was working really fast to do this, he was only able to get it 30% pure, which saved thousands of lives.
1: Do you think all these scientists were getting pissed that uh, Asahara just kept rushing them on all of their projects? Like, hey, we need this done. Hey, I want to do this. Like the laser shit we just talked about, and now this. It
0: sounded like, like this Haichi Endo knew that it was 30% pure, but he was telling Shoko Asahara that it was like, oh, this is he great. look good in front of yeah. the boss. Mm. Like, this is great. This is going to kill everybody. But in his head, or he knew he was like, yeah, this is not.
1: This going to be an awkward conversation in his future. Yeah,
0: this is not the greatest sarin liquid I've ever
2: produced.
1: <laughs> it's not my best work of Saren, Deadly Gas, but it'll get the
2: job done. Maybe it's a defense uh, argument in the future.
1: Yeah, you never know. He's a scientist. He's smart. He's thinking ahead.
2: Yep.
0: So in this, in a really, really ritualistic meeting the night before the attack, the members of the attack team practice stabbing bags filled with water to get it just right, and doing all this in front of the giant statue of Shiva, Shiva the Destroyer. <laughs>
2: On LSD, presumably, as <laughs> yeah. well, I assume. Could you that imagine? That would be that? a safe guess. I yeah.
0: Think. I, I don't even know what would be going through I wish your there was a video of that meeting.
1: What was the other story we discussed where guys were practicing in a field and I, we called it LARPing? That wasn't uh, Skinwalker, was it?
0: No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it was it? the. Uh, when they're in the
1: field practicing?
0: The fucking. Uh, yeah, the Skinwalkers, how they practice how to um, act like animals. That's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> They they did this for hours, just multiple bags, just figuring out the right way to poke it because, I mean, too hard, it's going to shoot up at them. Mm -hmm. You know, they had to figure it out. So on the morning of March 20th, 1995, each attacker was dropped off at their assigned areas of the Tokyo subway system, armed with 20 ounces of sarin liquid and a syringe of the sarin antidote.
1: See, they had the antidote, Dave. They were
2: safe. Well, and twenty ounces is pretty small. It's easy to conceal. That's like a road oh, yeah. beer. I hide those in the
1: car all the time. We're really good at that. <laughs> That's easy. We're really good at that. <laughs> Twenty-four ounces, really. If you take two cans, sure. As any good road drinker would do. <laughs> why is it illegal for the passenger? It, it's it's to subsisting. drink beer. I know. Never got that. Yeah. Like in Louisiana, it's not. They have drive-up, you know, margarita stands and whatnot. I think that I don't see any reason why I shouldn't be allowed to be shit-faced in the passenger seat.
2: I agree. Agree. Where is it? Mississippi is it where it's, it's legal to drink beer while you're driving as long as you're under the limit? <laughs> I think it's Mississippi.
1: That sounds really. It's true. Yeah. Are you sure it's not Florida? <laughs> I, I think <laughs> it's Florida. Mis- there is just no drinking and driving laws. <laughs> yeah. It's Dude. also no driving laws. You don't need a license. You just do whatever the fuck you want. You just there. do whatever you want. <laughs> I think it's Mississippi. I no, think that the life? I'm not moving to Mississippi. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Sounds great down there. Yeah. Awesome.
2: I mean, really, it sounds great. I don't want to make fun of another state. I think I hit Arkansas not too long ago. We called out
1: Kansas, and then someone hit us up. I love I think all the states equally. Like, I'm from all,
2: all, the states equally are great.
1: Yeah. Well, except the ones that are seventy-five years behind us.
0: So I, they they were all dropped off. They were all undetected except for Akuna Matata. <laughs> Akua, Dr. Akua Hayashi who for whatever reason he decided to wear these like long ass fucking plastic gloves that went like all the way up, Smart. up his arms. That's what I <laughs> do. So so when
1: like those like latex like surgical gloves you used yeah, to always they, see. They like, went all up the way
0: past up. His elbows. <laughs> so people were looking at him kinda weird, like, what the fuck's this guy doing? You don't say. <laughs> um but they all laser so, burns all
2: <laughs> in
1: the gloves and stuff, like still smoking.
0: <laughs> but they uh, all five successfully punctured their bags of sarin, and by eight fifteen a.m. they were in their getaway cars, away back to the uh, the Um Shinrikyo compound. And none of only one of them um, got any bit of the sarin in their system and had to take the antidote. Hmm. The scene started like just trains. Full of people with colds, coughing and having runny nose, and within a minute or so, people started collapsing to the ground. Can you
1: imagine that what this scene would be like? Like if you're on the subway, it's already crowded as it is. Yeah. Now everyone's like coughing up a lung, and people are keeling over.
0: Well, I mean, people are people are throwing up. They're foaming at the mouth with blood and stuff. Because clearly, at that point, you recognize
2: that there's some sort of something attack. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and because. Sarin is odorless, but when it's not pure like that, it gives off a smell. Like one witness said, it's like all of a sudden it started smelling like, like, what should you say, mustard mixed with uh, burning rubber. So they knew something was going on. So they could yeah. smell it a little bit because it yeah. wasn't pure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the trains kept moving because the conductors didn't know. It took three stops before someone was able to hit the emergency button. But because everyone was so concerned about getting to work, like they can't. It's really efficient in Japan. Everybody's like, you know, I'm getting on the train. So when people got on and there was they, a movement, it was like rushing
1: the mm. gas
0: around. So the gas would come out of some of the gas would come out of the train and start affecting the people outside. There's well. pictures
1: we have, we'll post later this week of like there's people laying out on like the platforms, like yeah. waiting, and they're all just getting like medical treatment and stuff. Mm-hmm
0: people who could walk rushed out of the subway system up to the streets and like you kind of imagine this is like this panicked situation with people like screaming and running around or something but like all accounts of it it was like dead silent because the sarin removed anyone's ability to speak so all that was heard was just people kind of slightly coughing and collapsing to the ground like it was just eerily silent creepy damn It took almost two and a half hours before authorities figured out what was happening, and that was because a military doctor showed up and recognized that it was um, sarin gas poisoning. The attack ultimately killed 13 people, injured close to 6,000, and left around 2,500 with permanent neurological damage.
2: Only 13, huh? Yeah. That's strictly because of the
1: 30% purity? Yep. Yeah. So people had more time just to get away.
2: Yeah. If that
0: would have been 100% pure sarin, that would have killed all all those people that got injured. They would have Mm -hmm. all died. Mm -hmm. That would have killed... Sort of
1: 6,000 deaths at least. Yeah. And and probably even more because if it was stronger, it might have affected more people who weren't affected by it at all. But if it was stronger, it would have. So I'm sure it would have been much higher.
0: Yeah. It's a a terrifying... it's it's a really scary turn that the or the the capabilities of of Um Shinrikyo. over in the next week there were full raids done of Um Shinrikyo compounds because well how do they tie it back to him well here's the thing too is because in his ser- in his sermons in o- Shoko Asahara's sermons he had like name checked Saren a couple times in it <laughs> and he was walking around all the time yelling out seventy tons. And most of the followers like was I mean, he his thing was that he wanted to build a seventy-ton sarin bomb was another idea that he was coming up with. And they were already suspicious with the whole disappearance of uh, Kiyoshi Korea, mm-hmm. you know, the guy that disappeared and was murdered. So it was like immediately the attention went on them. It's like, hey, that guy that was talking about sarin gas, and now they're linked to murdering someone, you know. So suspicion immediately went on to them.
2: Easy to (laughs) commit. Yeah.
0: So they did full raids on the compounds and everything they had been doing for the past 10 years was was revealed. Among everything that they found in their stockpile of weapons, there was enough sarin to kill 4 million people. Like they had the chemical compounds to make enough sarin to kill 4 million people.
1: And probably would have if they could have kept going with it. Oh, yeah.
0: If this wasn't rushed, if this wasn't a rushed plan out of desperation and not been, get caught. The, yeah, they, yeah, they would have eventually killed a lot of people. So with Shoko Asahara nowhere to be found, authorities arrested 150 cult members over the next six weeks just for various various charges. And the media stationed outside the compound to report on all of it, but they were especially waiting for, for signs of Shoko Asahara. The investigations and arrests didn't stop Um Shinrikyo from re- retaliating, on uh, March 30th, 1995, the chief of Japanese national police was shot in the back four times outside of his home at night, and he survived that attack. But So
2: they're still on the attack. Oh, yeah. God damn.
0: Yeah. And whoever shot that gun was like a, a fucking master at shooting. It was a three fifty seven at night, and it was from a, a long distance away. Like, so did what he I, maybe huh?
1: not want to kill him then?
0: I don't know. From, from what I read, it, 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 there's like only a few people in the world that could probably pull off being that precise with nope a 357.
2: Kidding.
1: I'm one of them. Yeah. It's <laughs> pee breaks, man. i got to get it done quick somehow when I go kill. <laughs> I'm a master marksman.
2: I thought you used a 44 bulldog. Yeah, I thought you were son of Sam. And...
1: No, I'm not son of Sam. I've never claimed to be son <laughs> no, of Sam. I thought you emulated his MO. No, when you were I actually don't use weapons. Murdering
2: during your pee breaks. I don't okay. use
1: weapons. I use nature and my fists. <laughs> make a show about me one day, it'll be better than Dexter. That's the name of the show, actually, Better Than Dexter. <laughs> I kill serial killers who kill serial killers. Boom. I just blew <laughs> people's minds. Sick. So, like, okay. isn't Dexter that means a killer you let who se- kills serial Yeah, kill- but that means you let serial killers live. Well, we have to have something to talk about on the show. <laughs> a <necronama> saint. <laughs> So on
0: April twenty third, nineteen ninety five, Um's head of science Hideo Maori, who we talked about on on part one, he was stabbed to death outside of the compound in front of hundreds of reporters and on camera. He was, I saw that. Yeah, he was just they just fucking killed him. Who right killed him though? It was some Korean guy, and the motive has never been like this guy did it and then never talked and said why he did it or what. You would assume that he was uh, told to do that. Hmm. On May 5th, 1995, a burning paper bag was found in the bathroom at one of Tokyo's subway stations. After the bag was put out, it was found to have been a hydrogen cyanide device that if it hadn't been put out at the time it was, it would have released gas, killing an estimated 10,000 people instantly. That wasn't even like the sarin, like 30%. You know, we don't know that that device would have killed 10,000 people instantly.
2: That's wild.
0: Yeah. So, finally, on May 16th, 1995, Shoko Asahara was found hiding in the walls of the main Tokyo compound and was arrested. Was he levitating
2: inside the wall? (laughs) Nothing. With
0: with those big thigh muscles? (laughs) They said, what did they say? He was sitting inside the wall. In between the wall, you know, like they had like I don't know if they just like plastered over a hole. with You know,
1: you can like see his nose still sticking through, his white wig hanging out. But did yeah. you guys see some of the comments on that the pictures we posted of him levitating?
2: I thought he was like, yeah. "This
1: is me when I get done eating Taco Bell." Someone else said that was then moments after eating White Castle. I didn't love that. Don't make fun of White Castle.
0: Yeah, they said he was sitting in there. He had a tape recorder. I don't know if he was recording himself talking. And he had $100,000 in U.S. cash and a bunch of gold with him inside the wall.
2: Inside the wall.
0: On the same day he was arrested, a bomb was mailed to the governor of Tokyo, which blew off the fingers of his secretary's hand. So They were just on the attack this whole time. They're just trying to get
1: everyone before they go down, it sounds like.
0: Shoko Asahara was found guilty of masterminding the attacks and was sentenced to death along with 12 other members of Um Shinrikyo.
2: So out of these 40,000 whatever people in the cult, only 13 people got convicted? Mm-hmm. Are we saying only 13 people knew about these plans of then?
0: the Of the attacks and murders. There were a bunch of other cult members that had gotten arrested for other, like smaller shit, but yeah, they mm-hmm. 13 all together.
2: It's not many. No, not a lot at all for such a widespread, you know, organization.
0: An organization, mm-hmm. yeah. After his arrest and conviction, Shoko Asahara officially stepped down as the leader of Um Shinrikyo, um, and they were stripped of being recognized as a religion. And now they were labeled as a terrorist organization by most of the world. Good to combat this terrorist label, the cult rebranded as a but. Fell under surveillance by the Japanese government in January 2000. A law was passed called the Anti-Um Law, which requires groups like a left to report their activities to the government. So they don't want to step on that whole religious freedom thing, like we were talking about earlier, and get people freaked out. But a group, if you're a group like this, you need to report like your um your assets, like what you're up to, sure, kind of. Um, if you tried
2: to murder the whole town, I don't have a problem with that, <laughs> baby. Right. right. They're know. like,
0: hey, you know, you changed your name, but yeah. uh, but you still, you, we, we got to keep an eye on what you're doing. <laughs> they were to report monthly for three years, but in January 2003, the Japanese government found enough evidence that a left still very much believed in Shoko Asahara, and they were placed under another three years of surveillance.
1: So probably a wise move.
0: Yeah. On September fifteenth, two thousand six, Shoko Asahara lost his final appeal against the death penalty. And the following day, the Japanese police raided offices of of Aleph in order to prevent any illegal activities by cult members in response to the confirmation of Asahara's death sentence. So Smart. I mean,
2: yeah, They thought the people are going to riot. they or, or were retaliating. More some, attacks. Yeah. You know. and...
0: On March eighth, two thousand seven. Fumihiro Joyu, the former Um Shinrikyo spokesman and head of um Um's Moscow operation, formerly announced this long-expected split of the group. Joyu was going to take half of a left with him, and it was called Hikiri Noa, which translates to Circle of Light. And they claim to have been committed to uniting science and religion in creating a, quote, the new science of the human mind. Mm. And they were aiming to get away from that whole criminal thing of wanting to kill everybody. Reform themselves. <laughs> yeah. So that guy had no involvement in the plan to murder everybody. I don't believe that, but mm. I'm sure he, as a spokesperson of Um Shinrikyo, he yeah, knew. Right. Oh, I had no, no In April 2011, the Public Security Intelligence Agency stated that Aleph had about 1,500 members. And in July 2011, the cult reported its membership as 1,030. Aleph was reportedly active in trying to recruit new members via social media and on college campuses.
2: So I, I guess you can assume everyone's familiar with this story in Japan. So what are they luring people with? Like what's the appeal now to draw them in? You should attend a recruitment
1: uh, event that they have.
0: It's still, from what I saw, it's still young people that are like kind of disillusioned with society mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. there. And there's a lot of holdovers from, from Um Shinrikyo. Like we were, like I was saying earlier, people, 95% of them didn't know. And most of those people were so, they just broken and brainwashed from this whole thing. They refused to believe that Shoko Asahara was responsible for anything like this. And there was yeah, lots of kid. Yeah. There was lots of kids involved in the cult, and they were like trying to, um, I guess, assimilate. Would that be the right word? Back into regular society. Yeah, like so, they were. Sense. There was some of these kids. Like were stories about like when the teacher would leave the classroom or something, they would come back, and these kids would have like erased the teacher's name off the board and write Shoko Asahara's name oh and stuff. Yeah. So they, these kids were very. It was very ingrained in a lot of people. Sometime after April of 2013, the Public Security Intelligence Agency took a photograph inside one of the left's facilities. In this photograph, a bundle of papers was pierced with a knife on like this altar type object. So they're still doing this magical kind of shit. The papers included photographs of PSIA employees and directors, police officers and lawyer Taro Takimoto who helped followers leave Um Shinrikyo. Um, At least at this and point. And they already
1: killed that one lawyer that we talked about last week, right? Yes. They went to his house and yes, killed a, his family.
0: Yeah, that's uh Susumi Sakamoto guy. And at least at this point in time, the left still displayed portraits of Shoko Asahara and demanded followers' dependence using videos of, of Shoko. 2013, yeah. I mean, this was just a
1: few years ago. Yeah. So was that
0: a hit list then? Yeah, that's what it sounded like, or at least it's some—because they were always this magical kind of group, you know, this mix of willing things into existence mm-hmm. with whatever, you know, so I think at minimum it's a willing—attempting to will that into existence, yeah. On April 5th, 2016, uh, the Investigative Committee of Russia announced that it had opened up a criminal case against Um Amshin followers and that its investigators, along with the Federal Security Service, were conducting raids in Moscow and St. Petersburg to find to confiscate literature, religious items, and electronic information. On September 20th, 2016, the Russian government officially banned Amshin um in the country and declared it a terrorist organization. And I saw videos of those raids on... They had, like, some, like... It looked like police cam kind of things from the Russian raids. Right. And, yeah, I mean, it looks like a fucking Um Shinrikyo setup. Only took 20 years. Yeah, for them to ban it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, on July 6, 2018, Shoko Asahara and six other members of Unshinrikyo were executed by hanging. And, you know, this whole time, Shoko Asahara had been in solitary confinement. He was completely broken. They've, what they call it, imprisonment psychosis, something along those lines. Okay. That his brain was just completely gone from sitting by himself just, like, for, crazy. All, mm-hmm, for all those years.
1: Yeah, that'd be tough.
0: Understandable. Yeah. Kind of like karma's a bitch. He broke all those yeah. people, and
1: I don't feel bad for him. Put him in the
2: microwave, mm. motherfucker. <laughs> That's um. what they should
1: have done. Put him in alive. <laughs> <laughs> Just let him burn up. That like way. at the
2: end of uh Last House on the Left. <laughs> yeah,
0: they had a lot. Japan had a lot of press conferences from the from the government, warning people against any type of retaliation or anything for for the execution of Shoko Asahara.
1: Which, like, the U.S. government warned about storming Area 51, like, it would behoove you not to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was It was more along the lines of, uh, they were, it was more polite. It was like, please don't do that kind of thing. <laughs> like, it was, Japan's a, was yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't like we're gonna fuck please, you please up. Please don't do that, <laughs> right? <laughs> and they keep it secret over there, too, from what I was seeing about the death penalty or the when they carry out a death sentence, they don't tell anybody that they're doing it.
2: Oh, like when it's gonna happen when it's
0: it just happens like th- then,
2: that morning or something, right? Like, ah, it's your
1: day,
0: yeah. And they don't even tell like the media or any even family members of someone that's gonna be sentenced to death, they just it just happens.
1: Can you imagine? And he lived how long after those attacks 13 years every day? You're waking up, no, this was 2018, right? 25 years. 25 mm. years, yeah. Well, yeah, roughly all of them were six executions. You just wake up every day n- not knowing if you're going to get killed that day. Yeah, maybe that's the point. I'd lose my mind too. You know, maybe
0: that's what you deserve when you try to kill six thousand people. I'm not saying you know. I, I I'm
1: know. not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying I'm maybe asking. you don't get
2: a last meal of uh, two whole fried chickens, lobster, cherry cobbler. Ice cream. Is that your your last meal? I don't know. I'm There's just... a
1: good conversation for us one day. What's your, your last, meal. last meal? That is a good conversation.
2: Yeah. I don't
0: think you. It doesn't sound I'd like I want Japan endless Guinness shrimp more. from Red Lobster.
1: <laughs> ha, now you can't kill me, fuckers! It's endless shrimp. <laughs> I'm eating forever. <laughs> That's your plan, huh? It's my plan. And you live. What are you gonna do? They can't tell you no. It's endless shrimp. So <laughs> all the basic white girls out there would have bottomless mimosas. And they just drink those basic white moment. girls. You know, they love brunch. I love brunch. Too. I don't. I don't because I'm not a basic white girl. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's, it's, joy- it's just <laughs> drinking in the morning on the weekends. I don't know what's but wrong that's, with that. I wake up and do just that <laughs> and eat my leftover pizza or whatever from the night before. Pick my beat dub's uh chicken wings quarter, up off the floor and eat those. Quarter can of spaghettios cold. No, I eat those all in one sitting. There's no leftovers with that. Only an idiot would save a can to the next day and then eat it. What do you have for your last meal? Just a cold can of spaghettios with meatballs, please.
2: A hot pocket. Oh I burn my fucking mouth.
1: Oh, Damn it! It's never, it's never gonna heal. This is the worst day of my life. <laughs>
0: On July 6, 2018, the following Um Shinrikyo members were executed by hanging Shoko Asahara, uh, Yoshiro Inoi, who was the head intelligence and chief coordinator of the the subway attack, Tomomitsu Nimi, he was the getaway car driver, Tomomasa Nagagawa, um, he was one of the, the perpetrators of the Satsumi Sakamoto family murder that we talked about on part one.
1: A lawyer, right?
0: Yeah. Kiyohide Hayawaka, he was um's construction minister. He was convicted of strangling one of the cult members in 1989. He was one of those first ones we talked about. I think I believe that victim went into the uh into that first contraption they built where the hot sand shot up.
2: (sighs) Terrible.
0: Sasichi Endo, which we just talked about, which was the head scientist that, that was making all the sarin solution, Masami Tsuchiya. Uh, I'm Shinrikyo's chief chemist and director of gas, the sarin gas manufacturing. Then the six remaining Um Shinrikyo members were executed on uh, July twenty-six, two thousand eighteen. Yasuo Hayashi, Kenichi Hiroshi, Toru Toyota, Matsumoto, Okiyama, Kazuki Okasaki, Satoru Hashimoto. Those were all members who carried out the subway attack. The subway attacks and the Susumi Sakamoto family murders.
1: Boom, dead.
0: Yeah, yeah, they hung them all. And I saw the room that they hang people in over there. It's not a it kind of looks like it's out of a horror movie. Mm. It's like this really, really? Run, run down shitty ass looking place. And I guess they
1: really don't need it to be nice. No,
0: but it does look like it's out of a horror movie. Like it's just this kind of basement, dark looking place. Yeah.
2: You know,
0: what are you going to do? Shoko Asahara's ashes will be collected by his youngest daughter, according to his will. She urged her relatives and cult members to, quote, put an end to the um and stop hating society. The ashes will be kept at the detention center for the time being for fears of reprisals from other elements of the cult. So his ashes are still there. They don't still there. Yeah, it's like a year and a half now. Yeah, they're not giving them up because they don't want... I mean, they it's proven throughout all this time that they have a problem with this still, with people believing in him. And
2: Sounds like it. Can we get the ashes for our studio, maybe? Can we buy them out from Can we under? put in
1: a bid for the ashes? <laughs> of Shoko Asahara? Yeah. That would be the shit. I think we should do it. What would we do with them? <clears throat> put them right there next to you on the shelf, and then that's it. Just there. Just a part, <laughs> part of our studio. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like how just to show how how current this really is uh, on january 1st 2019 in tokyo japan um this guy named kisuro kusakabe told authorities that he intentionally rammed into pedestrians with a car in retaliation for the uh for the execution of shoko asahara
1: what a jag off
0: yeah <laughs> So so it's very
2: it's very current and so even p- this year, this continues. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where did all the assets go? This billion dollars from this cult. Who's got uh, that money now? I would assume Japan probably just took that. They're like, hey, I think they took it all, confiscated
0: yeah. it. I
1: would assume. Well, at least they got their uh, they got what they had coming to them in the end. Yeah, some of them. Some of them. Some of them. The leaders, not like what Children of God, where they're still out there. Family the- International, Mike. Yeah. Excuse me.
0: I mean, the people that really committed the worst parts of what they did got was coming to me. You know, all the, the
1: leaders and the ones that planned mm, it,
0: and yeah, and carried the, out the attacks, right? And then the three guys that killed the whole Sakamoto family, right? The baby and the and the parents. So. Well, these
1: these cults are interesting to study. Yeah, I mean, this They're is not a always fascinating the fun of stories, group. but the scariest part about this is
2: that all that technology is just out in the public domain, and if you have a competent, you know, terrorist organization that, that, you know, not like these guys, they're going to fumble the whole thing. Right. But an organization that knows what they're doing, I mean, they could do some serious damage to the world.
0: I mean, these guys are like um kind of like a precursor to ISIS almost. Sure. In a way.
1: Yeah. These guys weren't hopped up on LSD and knew how to fly in a helicopter. We're having a completely different story right now.
0: Yeah, we would be talking about probably millions, of thousands, We probably wouldn't be millions. doing a show on
1: them because it would just be a terrorist group. You know, I don't think we're going to be doing a show on ISIS anytime soon.
0: No, yeah. But that's, I mean, I, and I was watching stuff about these, because these guys are considered a, um, a death cult. and ISIS is lumped into a death cult with... Uh, are they? As far as... There's a guy named Rick Allen Ross who has wrote a bunch of books about about cults and stuff, and he does all these lectures and, and things at colleges. And I was watching some of his stuff and he considers ISIS a, a death cult.
2: Based on those videos, I don't disagree. I and guess. they
0: manipulate the belief system of course. for their own. Yeah. Their What's own... the
2: difference? You're right.
0: Yeah, this is just a fascinating thing how it just went from how how it goes from this scammy. Thing to rip off nerds that want to learn how to levitate and
2: yeah, right. Drink my bath water and watch me (laughs) levitate. So now we have helicopters and and we're destroying Tokyo (laughs) and
1: join me for a cup of hair tea. Hair tea, exactly. Yeah, that's a huge escalation. Yeah, so we have enough
0: stockpile to kill millions of people and
1: And then actually do kill tens of people at least. Yeah, and
0: sicken and and, well, yeah, cause permanent damage. Thousands upon thousands. Yeah, you know, one. There, when I was re- watching stuff and, and reading stuff, there's, like, brutal injuries, too, because the sarin gas burns, can burn your eyes and stuff. Like, I saw one lady that her con- her eye contacts were, like, just, like, melted to her eyes, and she had to, oh, add, she had to have uh, her eyes removed. Now you're going to make my eyes water <laughs> the rest of the night.
1: I can't do that eyeball shit. That's horrible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just
0: brutal stuff they cause to people.
1: My eyes are all watery now. Oh, I couldn't imagine.
0: Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 really. uh you had to save that for the end. Just slide that <laughs> in, wouldn't you? That's what she said. <laughs> it's a fascinating group, though, and then it still goes on to this day. I mean, that they still have such a hold. Shoko Asahara still has such a hold on people, even after he's dead. And then there's li- and lots of people have that feeling of like that they're not gonna get this true enlightenment without mm-hmm. him still around.
1: Well, and now they they see him as a martyr, I'm sure. And yeah. yeah. They could be, you know, doing sarin gas right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, who knows what they're up to? I mean, they're right. a shell of what they once were. But yeah, I mean, they're. I, I mean, now with people like this guy in the beginning of the year who just decided to drive a car mm-hmm. into a group of people, you know, should have stayed as an anime plotline. They were much
1: cooler back then, <laughs> yeah. and drinking dudes' bathwater or whatever they're doing with it.
2: Why do you want to kill the world when you found people that'll give you, you know, seven grand for bathwater? Uh, yeah. That's good enough for me. I would
1: live that life. <laughs>
2: Start <laughs> Leave believing. the
1: world alone, man. Yeah. Cash the checks, motherfucker. All right. Just keep taking those baths and selling that water. <laughs> and
0: get paid. Start believing your own hype, I guess. And They always do. All yeah. those drugs involved.
2: Yeah, I think the acid helps.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, the thing about doing all that acid, is it's going to cause permanent brain damage after Absolutely a while. I will. think after... I mean, I don't know how many hits it would take, but probably not too many to change your brain chemistry. Sure. So.
1: All right, Ian, you got anything else? Any closer ups for Um Shinrikyo?
0: No, I think I uh, hit all the hot spots. Yeah, I think that eye contact thing was the last little bit of information I had in my head. Thanks for that. Yeah, (laughs) thank you,
1: Dave. You got anything else? No, that's a wrap. Um, just a reminder, patreon.com slash necronomapod. We would love if you want, if, uh, you could sign up, we got some awesome content coming up later this month, next week, we're going to do a news story show. And then, uh, on Halloween, the return of art bell. Um, that's going to be really fun. I I'm pretty, I think it's the most excited I've ever been for a show. I'll keep it in my (laughs) pants for now, but I'm pretty excited about it. So anyways, Patreon.com slash Necronomapod. Please check us out uh, on there. We'd love to have you. Uh, We have a few new patrons we want to give a shout out to. Uh, Thank you very much to Katie Bird, Richard Ramirez, and Ty Johnson. Thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Hope you guys have been enjoying the bonus content. Uh, Ian, what do you got? Anything uh, from your end? For iTunes, I have
0: Respect, Crazy Lawnmower Guy, which he gave us that awesome review about kevin smith and art bell having sex and <laughs> you should probably put that in better context
1: for people what his because otherwise they're just gonna think yeah.
0: no his review said that uh it, it, the show is if kevin smith and art bell had sex while watching the history channel and made a baby
1: <laughs> that's a fantastic I like it. Album. Yeah. can we put that on a t-shirt <laughs> right.
0: and the very best thank you
2: guys for the reviews
1: Dave, what else you got for us?
2: On Instagram, PNW Pug. Thanks for that great uh, photo shoot she you did there awesome with the, with the necro apparel. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And on Twitter, Jordan Jordan. Thank you.
1: All right. Um, We are on the socials at Necronomapod. Hit us up there. We love chatting with you guys. Let us know your thoughts, uh, any recommendations you might want us to look into for shows. Not guaranteeing we'll do them, but we will check them out at the very least and look into it. And uh, thanks for always listening.
0: All right, you guys ready for a cool down beer?
1: Cheers.